0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this week's brand new edition of the Party Up Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Derek Big Mosh, and with me, as always, Mr. John Donatio, a.k.a. Some Beardy to Love. What's up, baby? What's going on, my dude? Nothing much, man. We're here. Brand new show. Brand new week. Very excited. And, as always...
1: (sighs) excuse me
0: there it is miss <laughs> Katie McKinley aka gonna shock them what's up let's go
1: let's go what's good, what's good, what's good?
0: <laughs> nothing much I love the fact that you're the burper this uh this week
1: yeah I, I uh you know that whole I, I listened to the last week's episode back and honestly I I know myself way too well I knew that I would get annoyed within like 10 minutes um yeah. noises. Yeah. <laughs> and i was just sitting there, I was like, we gotta change those. Like, well, we yeah. did, we well, did,
0: because you we, call for the poop sound and then I that's what I did. That's but sweet. then we it's ran a poll on Twitter.
2: <laughs> and yes. our poll came up that there was either either even It was like forty eight? A cat's yeah, cat's meow or a normal beep.
1: Okay, so but what would the meow be? Would it be like a meow or would it be a meow? One of those. Like what would it be? <laughs> I don't think it should be a
2: screaming one. I feel like it should just be like like meow.
3: meow.
1: All
2: right. <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, we did have. Uh, what was it somebody tweeted at us that it should be uh, sax? Uh, a tr- a sax? Yeah, it should be a sax noise. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or it should be a uh, a turtle farting. Um, <laughs> we also had a I love goat. That video. Oh, and we had oh, a goat. Oh, no, I'm not oh, going nice. for a
1: goat.
0: Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> a screaming it's goat. Not
1: happening. I have a,
0: sc- <laughs> I have I have a screaming goat actually right next to me.
1: Um, oh.
0: Yeah, there it is.
1: That's amazing. Yep. <laughs> I can only take so much of that before I punch somebody in the face. <laughs> That's
0: it. John's broken. He's done for the rest of the show. That's it. S- sc- screaming go. Now I'm on the
2: cold, hard ground. <laughs> Yo, that name oh, so is depressing.
1: like 2015.
2: Oh, but-
0: oh, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Most depressing.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Trouble, trouble,
3: trouble!
1: Johnson Audio is Taylor Swift confirmed.
2: Oh. <laughs> yep. that's why you've never seen the two of us in the same room. That yeah, is, yeah, hey. There, yeah. Ah. There it oh. is, Illuminati confirmed.
0: QX Files music.
3: guys <laughs> yeah, well,
1: <laughs> I need to let you guys know my favorite vine ever. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. And if you have, yo, know, tweet it at me because I need to find it again. Is that one where the guy is dressed in the morph suit and it's a green morph suit and he's on the treadmill? And uh, he's walking and all of a sudden he slips in the treadmill and it pauses and there's like a triangle in the blinds behind him and then it goes into the, it pauses the screen and automatically goes into the Illuminati like music, like styles music. And it's my favorite thing in the world. Like it's in six seconds. I don't know how someone could create a full fledged
3: movie.
1: Oh
3: my God. <laughs> like my
0: favorite mind.
1: So anytime oh I hear that, that, that music, um, that's what I think of.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> oh, what
1: I'm a meme trash happened? person.
0: Oh, sorry, my cat just jumped on my dresser and turned off the uh the light in my room. There we go. Uh. <gasps> du- <laughs> Alumana- do du- du- in do you do house. Yeah.
2: Oh, God, the cat. The- so um. wait, are we
0: going are we going with cat meow are or going, are going cat meow or we are we can doing regular try it. bleeps?
2: Let's let's try it. Let's try right. it. If it sounds annoying by next week, we'll just use a normal beep.
1: I'll let all you right. know.
2: So alright. <laughs> alright. So I'll be the first one to try it out. If it's an, if it's annoying on the uh,
1: oh my god,
2: <laughs> if it's annoying on the Katie meter, then we have to yeah. change it. To-
1: I mean, honestly, I'm gonna say this right now. I get annoyed very easily, so it's probably not best to put it on my
3: meter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, all right, I'll let you know, and then you can let everybody know and talk to them. Like <laughs> oh
0: my god, I'm just gonna use a sound clip of Katie saying the word stink. And (laughs) that's gonna be the bleep noise. Now, no one's gonna uh, understand why I'm saying that.
1: Go on the Patreon, be a patron, and you get to know the inside joke. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. unless you you become
0: a member of our Patreon page, uh, you'll never well, yeah, you'll never understand. So if you want to uh, get uncut. that inside <laughs> joke, yeah, and the uncut <laughs> story behind why I said that, head That's over to Patreon, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> head over uh, to, to so patreon.com <laughs> slash party up podcast. And for a, uh, as little as a dollar a month, really, you can donate towards the show and help us uh, do more with what we love. Here at the Party Up Podcast. But there is a reward tier set up. So if you do donate X amount. You do get. uh, Uncut unedited material that doesn't make the show every week because we are now <laughs> which there's a lot of by the yeah, way there is a lot of, yeah because oh we are now family friendly air quotes um yeah. and uh you get that content really on hard. the patreon so <laughs> uh so head over there and uh yeah john yelsey you you, before i forget too you had mentioned that we did that poll for the censoring uh right. noise on our twitter so if you uh if you didn't catch that follow us on twitter at Party Up Tweets, uh, and we're always going to toss up something random there, uh, polls and whatnot, conversation bits, uh, so you guys can be part of that uh, by following us on Twitter. Um, and I guess before we really get into the uh, the bulk of the show here, because we, we we kicked that off on such a, a great note, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do want to go ahead and, uh, and remind everybody that the music that you guys hear each and every week here on the show uh is uh just fantastic work done oh by God, our friend yeah. pixel perfect. Uh we've plugged him on the mini sode uh and all his information there. If you head over to our uh bo- either our Facebook page or Facebook group, you just find us there, Facebook.com slash party podcast. We're gonna post all his info. Uh, He does all this amazing music. He did a bunch of the custom music that you hear on the show. The intro, the intermission, the outro. He's been doing stuff for us since day one, basically. He makes us
1: sound professional. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: without him, we wouldn't have that stuff. So uh, we do want to shout him out. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh well now we just sound like babbling idiots with music so um
1: i, I mean it's it gives it some sort of quality i guess
2: <laughs> like,
1: it kind of makes us sound like that we have some purpose you yes, know it's absolutely. not just us chilling
0: absolutely but uh yeah head over to our facebook page for all the information if you're a big fan of uh 8-bit uh video game soundtracks like anything like of that sort. Um electronic dubstep like gaming theme songs and stuff like that he does a bunch of stuff he's actually releasing an album I believe uh next month so follow up on that information on our Facebook page again facebook.com slash party up podcast for all the information on how you can listen to more of his music and any other projects that he may be uh working on but big shout out to Pixel Perfect for all the hard work that he uh provides us and we are very very thankful for that um and that's pretty much it as far as shameless plugs go for now. I'm pretty sure we'll uh, take a break later and fill you guys in with more.
1: But you say fill you guys in? I don't know how family-friendly that is, Derek. Oh, no, no.
3: <laughs>
0: no, we're going to fill them in. But, again, now that I that's say you. that statement, you know, um, again, family-friendly. Family-friendly. I'm going to really um, try.
1: I'm going to try this episode not to... You're shameful. gonna need to
0: try. You're gonna need to try because, ladies and gentlemen, this week we're diving into the uh, vast world of anime. And oh yeah,
1: oh Miss, yeah.
0: miss Gunna <laughs> shocked them over here. Katie McKinley is going to be taking the reins uh, for the rest of the show. So I'm going to shut my fat mouth up Wait, and
2: uh, hold, hold on. I have to. I have to tell a story first before we get into this. Okay. Because, okay. Uh, if if you haven't noticed, uh, my mic sounds a little bit better
1: oh uh, i think i read about this i literally literally stopped and i was like what the how the hell
0: (laughs) okay so it's right you do sound a little different i
2: uh i have i don't do this often i don't really rage i'm a very calm mostly person like don't be wrong i i curse and get crazy and and yell about stuff that i'm passionate about but yeah for the most part i'm very (laughs) i'm like i'm very docile i don't really like i don't yell at people i you know i don't get mad or anything so I, I had uh, an instance, the I want to say, on Saturday. It was Saturday. And I got very, 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 very mad at my microphone, which I have a blue snowball, which I loved. I do, too. And I, and I say loved because it is no longer in commission. Because oh. Oh. <laughs> my, computer, <laughs> my computer and I have been having some kind of audio issues lately is whenever I open up my, any game in Steam, it cuts my microphone off. Oh. And I, can't, I can't talk. I can't stream. No, I can't fix it during the game, which mm-hmm. is insane to me. It drove me crazy. And I was I was uh, hanging out with the meaty boys. They're a group of guys that we met um, at uh, PAX. That is a um, name for a group of dudes right there. <laughs> yeah, the, right. The meaty, the meaty boys. Yeah, it's, uh, them, and
1: it's meaty boys. We are definitely
2: a bunch of hefty people. We are meaty. Anyway, um, oh my god! <laughs> so we, um, uh, so we were starting to play. I was streaming live. Nobody could hear me. Right? I'm getting so mad. I finally cut the stream off, and I, I lose. I promptly lose my. <laughs> and I. Uh, <laughs> I, sm- I took my microphone. I unplugged it. I was like moving it around. I'm trying to unplug it, plug it back in. Nothing's working. Right. I finally just unplugged the thing and start smashing it on my desk over and over and over
3: again. And
2: then finally just chuck it over my shoulder onto my wooden floor the thing is like completely destroyed oh my god i can picture
1: you doing that like your your brute strength is just like yeah now i want to
2: i want to give a shout out to ikea because for some reason
3: (laughs) 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 oh no my
2: desk is still in one piece and my blue microphone (laughs) is in
3: pieces oh my god Jeez, yep I can can only imagine
0: how that went down. It's just like you're struggling with your mic. You grab it. Now it's a snowball. So it's a nice little round hand sized microphone. So you just have it in your hand. You're bashing it on the table, grunting, (laughs) sweating, crying, yelling. Then all of a sudden you put the mic, you slam (laughs) it down on the table. You let go. Then your beard takes over and starts (laughs) slamming it into the table. (laughs) <laughs> and then it, it's your beard that throws it uh, behind your shoulder, and yeah, then does yeah. one of those. It, was... it does one of those cartoon like wipe your hands clean kind of things. It's all that beard oil. It's like, <laughs> making it all too strong.
1: It's the like beard and massage oil. It's making it all too strong. That's
2: it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's my source of my power. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, it was. It was a very, un- very unlike me and very ugly instance, and I immediately regretted it. Not because I smashed my microphone, but because I got angry. I don't. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? We feeling. All, we all have those yeah. moments, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't care that the thing's in a, a million pieces. I. 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 I lost control, and I really felt bad about it. And no one was around to see it, but I still felt bad. You know what I mean? Like.
3: Yeah, of
0: course. So if anyone follows us on Instagram at the Party of Podcast, um, there's a post that went up uh, last week for the last episode we did. Where I was like, "Hey, uh, show' going to be delayed this week uh we'll we'll post when it's available <laughs> because i I had that I had that moment it, it' it's always it's always some type of technology issue. The thing that's supposed yes. to make life easier it seems to make it harder for right. some reason at some point in your life, so I'm sitting there, I'm editing the show now, mind you, unedited. We had like two hours worth of audio <laughs> and we got into a heated debate last week about BRs yeah. and everything like that. And there was a lot of language, colorful language, if you will, that I right. had to kind of filter through, which I don't care. I don't mind. It's part of the gig. I got it. You know, it is what it is. Mm. I finished doing everything. I spent an entire day doing this thing and got everything done, everything edited, The, the everything sounded great. I go, and I press the save button, thinking, that's it, I'm done, I'm good, I just have to save it, export it, do what I gotta do, and post it, I'm ready to roll. Press save, it's going, mm-hmm. it's doing its thing. In the middle of the saving process, my program crashes. <laughs> In the Worst middle feeling. of the saving process. Process now. I uh, uh, the program I use has a recovery feature just in case that happens, which is great. Right. It triggers. I reopen it. Uh, everything's there. Everything is in the right. place that I. Th- it looks good. Everything looks fine. So I go. You know what? Let- before I-, I go ahead and try to save this again, let me just filter through a couple <laughs> of things and make sure it works. <laughs> everything looks good. Everything sounds like complete.
3: It's oh, yeah, no. it's just the
0: files or what the you know we record in stereo obviously that's you know for anyone that doesn't know how you hear things through both uh earbuds or both parts of your headset right, or whatever right. if the audio's flipping left to right left to right, then there's parts of audio on certain uh sections that's just completely gone middle of the conversation just gone and oh, now no. mind you, I spent an entire day doing this. I was so angry. I couldn't react. I could I that was the point like you were so pissed at your mic that you picked it up and smashed it. I was yeah. so upset I I didn't have words. I couldn't feel <laughs> feelings. I yeah. couldn't I I like everything like just like time stood still and I stared yeah. at my laptop <laughs> and just every scenario possible a screwdriver, hammers, uh a a fireman's axe at one point i just imagined myself ripping my laptop in half like a phone book (laughs) it was every scenario ran through my head as i sat here numb to the situation well
2: that was what happened it was it was that that moment (laughs) of defeat where my where i just like i sat that i just went and then all of a sudden my stupid monkey brain took over and was like <laughs> And like
0: <laughs> It just John sits there complete silence and then all of a sudden his brain just goes Well
1: Oh my god And
0: yeah. that's it. That's it. Yep. Uh, dude, it, just, it was, yeah, it was just a you bad know, technology, time. Went.
2: Technology has that weird thing where it can bring out the most psychotic moments when something goes wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Uh, it, it just, it, uh, forget it.
1: No, I've, I, I've gone through the editing process of doing stuff and literally I've lost all my work because it hasn't rendered uh, correctly and it's yeah. just like ruined and uh, technology definitely makes you feel emotions more strongly sometimes than people right. can.
0: Right. But uh, speaking of technology and emotions, uh, <laughs> we we dealt with a little bit of that in this week's uh, anime that you chose, Katie. <laughs> so I feel well, like yeah, this is did. an appropriate transition for you to take the reins. That's just and your
1: way of saying, let's shut the <laughs> up and talk. Let's
0: about- go let's go i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to rip my laptop in half so let's talk about it anyway
1: all right hold on let me take a piece of this bread because my lovely boyfriend just brought in some homemade soup and homemade bread yeah
0: let's get that bread baby let's eat that wheat oh my god anyway
1: what is it with the male species and saying eat that wheat and make that bread i don't understand it
2: i have never said that in my entire life
1: john because you're 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 an outlier <laughs> no, you're fine. Honestly. What did you
3: just say?
0: She called you a liar.
1: I said an out- outlier.
0: Oh, outlier. Uh, oh. I thought you called out- thought you an outright liar. Like,
1: no, John, John definitely is like some other form of I, I, I love I don't
0: I don't know if you're Aww, coming off as like you. being complimentary or not at that tone. You know, <laughs> well, just you know to some type of weird non human thing that no. has feelings. No, I know <laughs> that was said in
2: the most yeah. loving way. I've watched too
1: much of this week's anime because the main character really doesn't have much of an emotion,
3: so (laughs) (laughs) yeah, conveying
1: of certain phrases and or words are a little hard sometimes, but anyway, um, before I get right into that, I'm just going to say I had the guys watch um, Hina Masuri, and honestly, it has become one of my top five uh, favorite anime um, ever, (laughs) just Uh because... Oh no, yeah, just because it's it's hard to explain exactly why. I don't know if it's the humor or if it's the art or if it's just (laughs) or the emotions. Like honestly, and I'm gonna get all into that, but to start it off, so um, you know, my boyfriend and I were just kind of you know browsing on YouTube one day, and he actually found a video where someone was ranking um probably some of the best anime of all time, and this happened to be on the list. And he said, "Hey, why don't we watch this?" And I was like, "All right, I'll give it a shot. I need more on my never-ending list, so let's let's do this." Um, and so we started watching it, and I started falling in love. Like I think it was the first episode when um, th- there was there's this joke, uh, and you'll understand more in context, guys. If you did watch it because uh, we did preface it in the last episode, thank you so much, and I, yeah. I really hope that you enjoyed it as much as I do. Um,
2: <laughs> and if you uh, haven't, spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, yep. exactly. Spoilers. I'm giving you spoilers. So you're going to have five seconds. All right. Ready? All right. Let's go. All right. Shut the <laughs> f- up. Let's do this. <laughs> um, so, if you're still here, you're stupid if you didn't watch it and you're going to complain, so don't do that. But, so, um, basically... She's
2: not wrong. I'm
1: you not too. wrong. You're right. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> um, but, so, Kina Matsuri is, I'm going to say what it actually is, In Japanese Hinamatsuri is actually um, a a holiday.
2: That was a holiday, right?
3: Yeah, yeah
1: it's a holiday. Um, and essentially, what the holiday is is it's called Doll's Day or Girls' Day in Japan. Um, it's a special day celebrated on March March third, which means that we just made it. You know um yeah. it, it basically gets uh, girls until the age of 10 ready for marriage they essentially collect dolls um and it is most of the time because these dolls are very expensive handed down from you know generations and things like that of an emperor and empress and the attendants and it's supposed to give good luck from what i understand towards future marriage um and it's really interesting it's just I, I think it's so funny that it just coincidentally is March third, um, and we yeah. watched this, and, and how, and I, I read about how it changed and the customs changed and it's evolved over the the years and things like that. But I just thought it was so interesting because when I had typed in Hinamatsuri into the Google machine, uh, it wasn't coming up the anime; it was coming up the holiday, and I was like, "Whoa, mm. this is really cool!" Yeah, so. Fun, fun, you know, Japanese culture fact there. Uh, you know, if anyone that is listening knows exactly what the traditions are, things like that, totally hit us up on Twitter or hit us up um, individually, whatever, because uh, it's super interesting to learn about any of that stuff. I learned so,
0: something. I never knew yeah. any of that. That's cool.
1: Amen. Everything's derived from something. True. Right. So the Hinamatsuri uh, manga comic actually in a – um. A magazine. Uh, it was in Enter Brains magazine Harta in Japan, um, and it it uh, <clears throat> it has thirteen volumes as of September in twenty seventeen. Um, at that time, and it became an anime in twenty eighteen, June uh, April to June of twenty eighteen. And essentially, it was just kind of a small little comic that turned into this anime that I fell in love with, and it's yeah. so cool. Nice. Um, but so Hidamatsuri, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, is Um, a is an anime that essentially you're following this this guy Nita in the first episode, and he's like a bachelor. He's part of the yakuza in Japan, which is like kind of the mobsters of Japan. And all of a sudden, this thing drops in his you know high story high rise spectacular apartment, and it's just this metal like ball with a face in it, and it just sits (laughs) there. And he literally takes a look at it. He's like. If I don't see it, it's not there. I'll deal with this tomorrow.
3: <laughs> and he yeah. walks away. And
1: that's how the show starts. Yeah. And like, it's so funny because like the humor in it is just deadpan, and it's just ridiculous. So essentially, the next morning <laughs> he goes out, and then there's this girl in this ball, and she's just like, "Can you let me out? Can you press the button? Can you let me out?" And he's like, yeah. "All right, fine." And she pops out butt ass naked, yeah. and <laughs> she's just like demands, "She's like, and she's." Mind you, she's got this monotone voice, like she's this child and she has this monotone voice and she's, she's just back. like, yeah, close, please. Like, <laughs> And then she and she's like, uh, he takes her shopping and stuff like that. And he just is so annoyed by her presence because this is an interruption in this man's bachelor life where he's right. just like, I'm living my life. I'm doing my thing. I'm making money. I'm a womanizer. Like, you know, I'm just a creature of the night and I do what I want and I collect really expensive porcelain vases." Um. And essentially, he just gets roped in into taking care of this child. And this child is the spin—the spin on this is that she has super kinetic and super telekinetic powers.
2: Yeah, so which she, is amazing, yeah. right? It just
1: makes it that much like more interesting because she literally threatens him to take her shopping for clothes and to yeah. get her a stuffed animal by levitating his vases break them and levitating things in his house to just break and she's just like no you're gonna do this and you're gonna like it and she's twisting just, his arm exactly literally.
3: Yeah, um, literally
1: and so essentially she just becomes a part of his life and the interaction between the both of them is the funniest thing because yeah. he, again he is just this like grown man who never a day in his life ever thought about settling down with anyone or anything, you know, would go out with different women every night, buy them expensive dinners. He had all the expensive... He lived in a freaking high-rise apartment in a giant city, um, would go out and deal with mob members. He'd go to the bar drinking all the time. Like he was yeah. just this, this person that had no plans for any sort of family or, you know, person else in his life. Um, and so essentially, he just takes on this caregiver role. And it's so funny because the entire first step like, why do I feel like a caregiver? Why, why, why is this <laughs> happening to me? And, you know, she ends up going to school and even her friends feel like a caregiver. And, you know, it's just, that's how it starts off. And it it's just very deadpan humor. Um, I think one of my favorite lines in the first episode is he takes her out to get, f- um, and she's, she gets, I can't say yeah. it correctly. I have to say, it. Ikara? And she's just like, it's like Ikara? Ikara? Ikura, it's like um, salmon <laughs> balls or something, it's and salmon. that's all she eats. Yeah. yeah, and she just eats it and eats it. So the funny thing is, is that he looks at her. He's like, "Wow, yeah, you are really growing to be someone that I might enjoy." And she's just like eating the the ikura, and and she just looks at him and she goes, "I'm a woman now." And it pans over like it's all sparkly. <laughs> it's all sparkly around her, and it pans to him, and he's just like, "No, you're not." And then the scene cuts. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. it's that like dead. I can't. Stress enough, like it's not funny when I say it, but it is in the show. But
2: there's a, there's a lot of really good humor in this in this yeah. show. But it's also like very, very, very sweet. Like there's a lot yes. of sweet moments. Like it's a very, it's very much a roller coaster. Uh-huh. It is. It's um, a feel good anime. Yes, one hundred percent. I kind of want you guys
0: to discuss. Well, obviously, Katie, you've already said that you're like in love with this anime. Um, I want to get more of John's. Uh, look into this uh, anime before I say anything. The right. only thing Go I'm on. gonna say is that I did enjoy it. I, th- I, I have a lot of great things to say about it. The humor in it definitely is one of those things. But I also have a big list of things I have issues with in oh, this yeah, anime. Totally. So yeah. I don't want to summon Katie's wrath too early in the show. <laughs> so John... <laughs> uh you can you and Katie can kind of dive into into this uh this uh first season of the show
2: like Katie I was kind of hooked from the first episode uh I was excited to see where the show went because watching someone like Nita the the accuza guy um all of a sudden have to almost almost like step into fatherhood without him like really knowing it um it was like a a really great um like uphill battle and then there are so many moments in this that that take you on that roller coaster so there's like these you know where he where he kicks uh, Hina out of the apartment that oh, takes yeah. you back after everybody he was like you're a terrible father he's like I'm not even her father like he freaks <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's some like great moments and then like when Anzu gets there Anzu was one of my favorite Anzu is characters best girl
1: confirmed yeah. I love her <laughs> An- Anzu is one
2: of my favorites um, but I, I also really like Mao uh, yeah, when she, me too. When she came like so, like basically they come from the future, uh, and they're hanging out. Like they're all like, Tina was, um, like totally like you could not control her. No, she she her powers were so crazy. No one could get her to like behave when she didn't want to do anything or respect authority. She would freak out and she like destroy a whole everything. city. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Yeah. And people, people were kind of like using her as like a subject to like test on and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, because and you, and you they,
2: find this out all later. But oh yeah. Um. So they send in Anzu to try and 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 kill you know, her. Kill her, basically. And,
1: <laughs> they, they want her dead. <laughs> uh,
2: right, and they and they end up because of Nita, they go into the park and they have a rock paper scissors battle, and it is the greatest... <laughs> oh the greatest thing ever. And Have you ever uh, seen
1: like if you've watched Crunchyroll, a lot of their ads. Hina Masuri is one of their ads for that, oh, and that is, is really? one of the yeah. ads. Yeah, where they're doing the the rock paper scissors bit. It's so funny.
2: That's hysterical. Actually, the one thing I really uh, thought was awesome was the girl who plays Hina, um, in the English version also plays uh, uh Chopper in One Piece. Oh wow! Uh, in the English version too, and I was I like, oh my know. god, yeah, I was like, I know that voice. Why do I know that voice? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. So he, I, I enjoy Hina very much as far as like a character, but Anzu is the one that like took my heart. She's the a,
1: best girl. She made me cry. Yeah, I so, really much for for those of you that haven't watched, Anzu is the girl that was sent. Anzu is also in a similar age to Hina. They're kids. They're in middle school. Um, right. and she gets sent <laughs> to kill Hina, um, but because Nita, like he after Nita, uh, Hina beats. Anzu at the rock paper scissors competition. Right. And Anzu just kind of looks at her and she goes, "I'll tell everyone you're dead." And uh Hina actually looks at her and goes, "Do you want to hang out after yeah. the And so they hang out at Nita's and play video games and watch movies. So Nita, being the person a caregiver that he is, takes Anzu's clothes and puts it in the washer. But what we don't, like, you know, Anzu doesn't realize is that the ball that turns into that spherical thing that you know, she came in, um, was in the washer. So it it got fucked up and she can't go home. So Anzu becomes homeless. Um, and Anzu gets adopted by, I I call them the, uh, the homeless grandpa dads. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And they, they they're, it's this group of just like older, like grandpa type men that take her in this, like, um, this commune kind of yeah, it's like a shanty town like in the woods, but there's like four or five little houses that they've built from like, you know, uh driftwood and all that fun stuff.
3: Right, right. Um,
1: and so they help teach her, you know, how to make money by selling cans, selling magazines that she finds on the street, you know, making connections, you know. And right. she's just like learning the whole process. You know, she goes from this violent, like person, angry, short tempered person, to such a genuine, understanding, sweet girl. And like yeah. You know, at the, at one point in the show, because she's trying to live and she's having some issues, you know, um, getting by, but she still seems like she's so happy to be around all those people and all of right. her grandpa dads that the grandpa dads get in touch with someone after they find out that they can't be where they are anymore because yeah. they will, you know, they have to move. Like, you know, the, this town, the city is making them. Move.
2: Right. So the Saint be- park is being taken. Yes. And, like they have to leave. They're not allowed. Yes.
1: And they're getting, they're gonna get separated, and they don't want to get her separated and have her be on her own because she won't really know what to do or survive well. um, Even though she's tried, you know, she's she's been doing so well. But so they get her um, adopted by this couple. They're like an older couple, and they own a Chinese restaurant. And Anzu the entire time is just so guilty that she's living in a comfortable place without her grandpa dads and she doesn't know what Mm -hmm. they're doing or where they're gonna go or how they're doing and she just is so depressed and her her adoptive parents go to her because she's like i want to help in in the the restaurant because i feel guilty for just being here and not doing anything um and the 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 dad or you know her new pop uh essentially it's just like you know all those people that she met taught you everything that you know and they're grateful and you've taught them many things too and they're in your heart just as much as you're in theirs and she's like and he was like use those skills to help us it's like a
2: super a very uh, super cute
0: moment it's so
3: cute I have she two things know. to
0: say quickly. First off, I love that whole, that whole restaurant scene where they're talking about that with Anzu mm-hmm. and like, you know letting her know like, listen, you know, it, yeah, it's sad, but you're not alone. Those people are still with you. and so forth. Every time Anzu said something that just sparked any little bit of emotion in the viewer, or, or even when I was watching it, like they, she would say something that would, I would even I was just like, oh, man, that's like I felt that it would be yeah. funny because they also in the in the show would be like, oh, tissues tissues
3: we need yeah. tissues because they yeah, would, the would have to, we're like ready to cry <laughs> yeah it was like the
0: whole thing was so intertwined yeah. i love that. that was yeah. part of the humor yeah. in that whole situation i thought was great but i also have to bring up a good point here uh for anyone that hasn't seen this that kina and anzu uh are i, I want to use the term growing up in completely yes. different environments. Because right. Nita being the Yakuza that he is, he has money, he lives a the, the lif- uh, rich lifestyle. Ina comes I- into our world or their world uh, right. and, and only knows that, only knows wealth and having the money and doing whatever she wants. And you know, there's, right. there's moments like when uh, she tries to help Anzu, while she's still homeless, collect televisions. She goes to mm-hmm. Nita and is like, "I need to buy. I don't want. <laughs> I need to buy a TV." And he's just like, yeah. "All right, yeah, here. Just take the money and go." And, you know, and she just goes out and buys a TV just to resell it, like it's nothing. You know, and then but Anzu, like you said, Katie, you know, is raised more or less. She comes into our into that world and only knows homelessness. So they're right. actually. Uh, not only introduced as two people in different spectrums from their world but now they're placed in two different ends of the spectrum in ours or rather in this yeah. world that they, they're they coming in so that's a big point with this anime is that you're watching uh, which is actually also interesting to know based upon like the backstory you gave us about the title and everything like that what it represents uh, mm-hmm. is that you're seeing these girls grow up and in, in, right. in these different environments, but you see how they uh connect and how they um how they kind of uh grow together and and the, it just it it really is a beautiful it's, story
2: there there are there are four future girl or four girls in this one that you kind of follow around um not so much the fourth one but the the three are like the three archetypes there's there's the girl in wealth there's the girl in poverty and there's the girl who is middle-class that makes herself wealthy. And, and the three of them, they are all growing up at different speeds because of their archetype. So like Anzu grows up in a, in a very fast way being, being that, you know, you see her when she first comes in and she's this, you know, prissy attitude, you know, whatever, (laughs) who is, who becomes homeless and grows up in this, like, you know, these steps of, I need to learn to be humble and yes. to, to buy gifts for people that I love and, right. and and all this other stuff. Tina goes into the wealthy right away, but you see her start to like, even though she has that expressionless face, you start mm. to see her relationships with people, uh, you know, like with with Nita, especially, and with Anzu and with Mishima and with, you know, everybody that she meets she becomes more like adaptive to society yes yeah. and then and then there's mishima who is the H- middle schooler that gets the job which we haven't mishima talked about
3: Hatomi, yet. i love her so Hatomi-san. much I- yeah, oh,
2: yeah oh hatomi god. is so, is amazing
1: oh my god so okay hatomi is just their everyday you know normal human friend in middle school that right. she befriends hina Um, And Anzu. (laughs) Uh, And the the drastic difference between her friendships with both Anzu and Hina is so funny. Um, Because, you know, as you just said, John, you know, Anzu is so humble. She's like, I got 5,000 yen in allowance. And meanwhile, Hitomi literally makes that in like an hour. And right. she's so, just like, oh my God, this is this is so sad. I don't know how yeah. to act. I feel guilty she, for even being around her. Like the,
2: the best part about Hitomi is that okay, so like her story is she's a middle schooler who somehow with because of Nita and um how to and, say no. Yeah, and Hina, <laughs> she gets roped into working at the local bar. She's a bartender. She's a bartender, and she's middle schooler, <laughs> and she and it's like, and she's the best yeah. bartender this bar has ever had. Yeah, and like, and she can't say no to anyone, and it's and, and like watching her is like one of also one of my favorite characters. Oh my gosh, because all the she's, girls in this are so good.
1: I gotta know she she's here also for a comic relief. Wow, like she's just yeah. a very people pleaser, can't say no kind of pushover person, and essentially yeah. she just. You know, she, the reason why she becomes a bartender, here's the backstory, the reason why is because she's following Hina, because she doesn't <laughs> know what the situation is between her and her father, because her father's right. just like, or Nita, in a sense, is like, I'm not her dad. You know what I right. mean? Whatever the frick. In the beginning, and so she follows him, um, and they go into this bar called The Last Song. And, little, um, little Song. Little Song, sorry, thank you. I'm thinking of The um, no, sorry. <laughs> little song, and uh, I believe it's Utako. Utako, I forget what her name uh, is. Yeah,
2: Utako. Yeah.
1: Utako. She is the bartender there, and Nita's like in love with. Her. Um, but he. Sh- that's like the local bar that he goes to. He goes there all the time. But she, like, Hita walks away <laughs> and is at the park, and Utako is just talking to her about communicating with Nita. All the while, um, you know, uh, you know, Hitomi just. Goes into the bar and she's left there and some drunk man just walks in. And he's like, oh, I'll have this. And she's just like, uh, he's like, if you don't know how to make that, I'll teach you. And
3: <laughs> he gets behind
1: the counter, and just this man is just having, teaching her how to make drinks. Right, and yeah. Utako and uh, Hina come back in, and Utako's like, we're open. And she's just like, welcome. And she's behind the counter <laughs> doing drinks. And then, like, she just gets hired from then on because the business keeps coming because yeah. of her. They come for her. her drinks. And Utako becomes irrelevant at that point. Yeah. Like towards the end, because the, everyone just goes for Hitomi, and yeah. Utako like pressures her into bo- leaving her mom because her mom has no idea. Her <laughs> mom thinks she's staying <laughs> over her friend's house on weekends, <laughs> so she's just sitting here bartending. And like you know, uh, her you know uh, Utako you know. Uh, pressures her into leaving her mom's house she right. gets to this apartment and the apartment it's, the funny thing about that is is that it's like an expensive ass apartment but the reason why she got it so fast and is able to move in so fast it's a furnished apartment is because it's one of Nita's businesses he's like this yeah. is the cheapest one that we have yeah. And so she, she pressures her into getting this apartment so she, not only is she paying for rent and working on weekends also while going to middle school um, lying <laughs> to her mom all these people come in and they're like oh apartment or is it hard paying for rent and all these grown ass men with all these corporate businesses and these millionaires to start making connections with her and they're like oh if you need help come work for me come work for me come work for me and she doesn't know how to say no
3: so she just right. picks
1: up all these random jobs like window cleaning she's in an office at one yeah. point yeah. Yeah. she's like she's walking a dog she, i think she's handing out like tickets or something like that. like she just has all these jobs and she's exhausted and she's like one of the best characters i think in that entire show like yeah. she's definitely like one of those characters that you're going to remember cuz it's just so yeah. ridiculous at that point
0: there's yeah. two moments in her as you're getting to know her story cuz the, that's the way the, the this anime kind of works is kind of like you follow one of the one of the three girls for a little bit and you get to know more about them and it switches over and when you're getting a, through Hitomi's like whole situation the one of the best moments for me comedically was when two of her uh, male classmates see her in the entertainment district, which is where the little song is, and see her go into the bar. And they're like, why is she going into a bar in the entertainment district? And then they kind of like hide behind a, a little sign and then they see their homeroom teacher. <laughs> Walk into the same bar, and yep. immediately they're like, Oh my god, he's a pedophile! They're having so a student teacher relationship! Oh my god, yep. and it was the f- I was like, Oh, like, because that's what you would think, like, immediately if you oh, were to see that out of context. Yeah. And it was so for they're freaking out, and then they're at school, they're trying to figure out what's going on. They're quite like they-, they run into the teacher, uh, teachers, like, uh, uh office area at one point They're like we're gonna find out we're gonna we're gonna catch you red and we know what you're doing and he's like, I have no idea what's happening right now. you just threw papers all over my office and yeah, yeah. it's just crazy that whole situation was great and that was so good the other one yeah, situation sounds- yeah yeah the other situation in her whole dilemma is when She finally like her mom like because that that's how she her cover for the bartending job was that she was sleeping over a friend's house or studying at a friend's house as she gets pulled into all these situations with different businessmen and working these different jobs and making all this money and she can't handle school at the same time her mom she finally gets caught by her mom coming in at night and she's like you're going out at night aren't you is that what you're doing (laughs) and she's like you know what i'm not gonna lie um you know what i can't i can't hold this lie up anymore i'm not gonna lie to you anymore i'm a bartender mom and her mom (laughs) doesn't believe her and she's like weird that you can't be a bartender are you selling your body And then then Toby is like, I don't even know what that means. I don't know what she means. So she ends up putting together, you know, fast forward to her apartment. She puts together this big, big, like housewarming uh party which again is another wild crazy idea from utako who is just like we have to do this so she's like yeah (laughs) i guess i can't say no so she does it but then her her plan to get out of everything of all the jobs and everything and to go (laughs) back home is to invite her mom and then her mom is just like no you're good you're good. This is yeah. like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you made all these connections with these wealthy business people. You, I can't believe that you had this plan to work as a bartender, make these connections, and then have the highest bidder be your employer at the end. This is genius. <laughs> you can do whatever the hell you want. And she's nah, like, no, no you're <laughs> no, you like, supposed
3: slightly- to embarrass
1: me. She's like I'm slightly scared of you, but this is not something that you can pass on. <laughs> so
0: the whole that whole situation was just so funny. Like each yeah. girl's story was was really really great and I I I appreciate like this anime had a lot of uh just a lot of different uh, aspects to it. The comedy was great. The the I guess um, I, I guess you we could, could consider it like slice of life. I guess. Uh, I guess yeah. Maybe. In a way, yeah. it's like a comedy. Yeah, like you know, but yeah. it's uh, but you know, getting to know these girls and watching them grow in these different situations, but still be connected. Like I said earlier, like the whole thing is great. Um, but like I said earlier, I have a lot. I actually had a lot of issues hey, with on. with the show. I mean. As much as I liked it, as much as the moments where you're supposed to feel things, you felt them like it was emotional. It definitely was a roller coaster. It was entertaining um and everything like that. it was it was a great anime to watch. I'm not gonna deny that in any way, shape or form, but for me, it was I feel like there was a lot and now again, granted, this is a season one situation I haven't read uh any manga on it. This is just the anime as I see it now for the first season. It does look like they set it up for a second. But there's a lot of inconsistency when it comes to I guess what I was expecting. Because when I first saw this anime, it was labeled as sci-fi comedy. And yes there are like sci-fi aspects of this and like yeah these girls kind of show up in a Terminator-esque like situation huh. in their little metal pods and they, they like warp into the world and stuff like that. But yeah. besides like the the conversation bits, like you don't uh, you don't revisit their origins very much. Like you you get this sense of like these girls almost being like like it really, it's really like a fast track to life, like from being born to womanhood with these characters. Like they come into this fresh new world, they don't know anything about it, and then they're put into these different situations, grow, learn, and be, you know, you know, uh, become more mature and and everything like that. But there was a life, especially for uh, uh for Hina and Anzu. They were, they, you know, had lives before all of this. But mm. none of that is dis- really discussed in depth. You know enough to kind of be like, okay, I understand why they have powers. But, like, mm. one of the inconsistencies that I found with this anime is that in one of the episodes, uh, Nita says, don't use your power. You can't use your power in the house because you're just going to destroy everything. Then yeah. that backfires because if. Uh, Hina doesn't use her power, she loses control and it just kinda happens. And like there's an episode where that ha- that that occurs, you know, she blasts yeah. the entire apartment to bits. And, <laughs> and he's like, Okay, know. well then, you know, we kinda have to do it. And for uh, he was good, like, Why didn't you tell me that the yeah, first place? Yeah, yeah, why didn't you tell me? Like I would have told you to kind of not do that. Like we would have found out a situation. But for like the big bulk, the center of that of this of the season, you don't see her using her powers but at the same time you don't see her freaking out and like losing control of her powers. So but it's also
2: because she's growing into that that more human side, you know. It's not like yes, they can all use their powers, but they rarely do because there's no one telling them to.
1: Cuz they took orders before.
2: Right. And now they're not taking those orders, so they're just free to kind of do whatever they want
0: right I mean I I guess I mean to me the way it came off was that you know the the way that that episode went down was that if she doesn't use her powers she loses control of them and they they have to be used so it doesn't build up it's kind of like uh like like you know like a like a pressure cooker you know what I'm saying like if you yeah, don't yeah, release yeah. the pressure or you know open the top it's just it's gonna build up and keep building up eventually it's gonna right. have to blow up well, you know I so- think
1: that was that was mainly just Hina because she had no control. That's why she was a Tessa.
0: Right, right. That, but that's what I'm saying though. Like that was, that's one of the things. Like, and like I get, like you definitely saw more of Hina, uh, and like what she's kind of capable of. Because again, there was another episode where uh, she takes out an entire rival gang headquarters by herself. Her yeah. Nita. You know what I'm saying, and like that that episode, like I was like, this is awesome, like this is really cool. Like I like I liked how they started, like getting more (laughs) into what her capabilities are, and that yeah, exactly. But then after that, you didn't really see much else. You didn't really, you know, get a sense of like, like yeah, you can tell that she's dangerous, and then later on, like near the end of the season, you kind of get brought back. But there's a big chunk in this where you kind of almost forget. That she's from another place?
1: That's the point, I think.
2: Yeah, then, you know, you see the the adaptation of, of her, you know, kind of like, okay, so I can't really use my powers, but I have to use them once in a while just to do stuff. And you do see that. You see her when she's trying to clean. You see it when um, she's walking around school and that one girl like sees her. She does it with the rock guys. You know, she like lifts the guys up in the rock thing. Yeah, I I guess.
0: I guess.
1: I think the whole premise is like they tried to use the um, I forget what their name was when they came to take her home. Or they came to analyze her. There was a woman that the came, yeah. The organization yeah. sent a woman in an episode to spy on Hina, essentially. And this woman is absolutely terrified of Hina because
3: of the <laughs>
2: yeah. in the past. Uh, what is that? K Akaragu or Rak- something? Yeah. Raga?
1: And so she she basically is there with a checklist of things. Um, like everyday things like stopping at red lights, um, seeing stray animals and helping them out or just abiding by natural laws, things like that. And Hina passes all of them. And this woman is totally convinced that Hina is not going to do anything because Hina does whatever the hell she wants. But because Hina has grown so much and has learned to adapt and she's in this new environment where she doesn't have to take orders where, and she did, she did say to Nita in the first episode. She said, I've seen those eyes before. Um, You know, uh, there's never been an adult that hasn't taken advantage of me. Or has, right. or, has u- or has used me. Right. So, she then that's when she goes to that building and helps Nita out. Because right. Nita has just been taking care of her and making sure she's fine. And he doesn't ask anything of her that is out of the ordinary um, that she is used to. So, she appreciates him as a person for that. And I think that that allows her to open up, live kind of normally, because she's been kind of in that setting of, you know, being you know, having to take orders, having to do things, having to use her powers for the organization, having to do all these things. And she's just kind of living normally, as normal as Hina can, can live. Right, exactly. <laughs> um And so, yeah, you see that, especially, I think that episode was like, um probably, it was definitely more of, I wouldn't say it was a forgettable episode, but it was definitely an episode that wasn't one of my favorites. But it right. was an important episode because yeah. it really did showcase her growth. And it showcased like essentially, you know because they were like, oh, if she's 100% fine and she's abiding by laws and doing all these things, then she is she, you have to bring her home because they right. don't want her. She's gonna sh- just destroy, just destroy shit. everything, <laughs> they yeah. don't want her. The funny,
3: the,
2: the funny thing is, that episode is called like, and it's the same old Hina, even yeah, though she's grown so much. Like, you see, like, like her the freedom that she has in this world has turned her into something different, you know, like, not she's not the You know, the destructive force that she is. And, because you know, with all the things that have gone on, uh, you know, you see that growth in her, even though the episode is called the same old Hina, you know, it's like, I thought that was really funny.
0: I'm actually really curious as to see, because this anime for me is like, I can see why they went the direction they did. Uh, and like again, don't get me wrong i I really enjoyed I actually really enjoyed this one just because again the the humor was there you know uh, yeah. it, it, it was just a well written story uh you, again, you got to see the growth of these characters and these these are all things that I always look for in all my consumption areas video games movies anime i like good story i like good character development um and even though like this is about girls maturing and stuff like that i still appreciated everything that happened in this anime the thing with me though is like i don't know i I mean maybe maybe maybe, now that i'm kind of looking at it in retrospect maybe it was needed that these uh origins or these pasts Were where these girls are coming from? Because in my eyes, it's like, why make this sci-fi aspect to the anime if we're not going to dive deeper into it? And again, maybe it is because it's season one, but I, you know, I'm saying, I, I kind of sat there, kind of wanting to know more. Like, give me a flashback. (laughs) Give me. Give me something where, you know, there's like, there's there's a couple of moments in this anime where you think that Hina is going to get triggered over something and like lose her mind and it doesn't happen. And, and part of me, I guess, kind of wanted just a little bit like more from that. And uh, again, I don't know if if putting this sci-fi kind of, uh, t- I don't want to say twist, but aspect to the show. Uh, it wasn't really necessary because unless we're really going to have this anime turn into more action or more sci fi, I don't think you can really balance the genres very well. I don't, you know what I'm saying?
2: Well, the original manga apparently was just in the genre of comedy, it really yeah. had nothing to do with anything else.
1: I didn't know yeah. it was a sci-fi uh, theme. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't know that was the
2: label. I thought it was just a comedy thing, and so that's how I went into watching it. I didn't go right. into watching it as a the, the sci-fi aspect and that futuristic aspect was there, and that was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'd like to know more about that. And they gave but you it wasn't like, the main element little tidbits, right? But that to me wasn't the the, the main element. It was comedy and like right. you know, almost like slice of life, rather. You know, right, like, right, right. right.
0: Which again, I appreciate like, and I and I liked it, but I don't know. I guess like part of me it, it, that that whole uh, that whole aspect of the anime, the fact that they they they're coming from another world, like because there's also a point too where I I believe it's Anzu that says something about uh, about humans. There's a Mm -hmm. line, there's a specific line where she, cause she's, you know, thinking about money and everything like that. And she, she made, she says a line about humans and their behavior. So uh, Mm -hmm. that also like that kind of like that stuck in my head because I'm like, wait, so are they not actually human? So, like, mm-hmm. all these, like, questions, like, I guess kind of, like, kept nagging me throughout the duration of the uh, right. uh, of the season because there would always be that one hint of uh, a past instance or something somebody says about, uh, you know, what they used to be like to what they are now and everything like that. And I would sit there and go... Yeah, what about that? Like, what what happened to like? Are we gonna find out why or how she got transported to this new world? Are we gonna know anything else about where they came from? Are we gonna see any instance of how they knew each other in the past? Um, later on, we again with that. Uh, uh, with that kind of uh, episode where the lady comes uh, to observe Hina, you know, you get a little more sense because they talk about like some yeah. type of collar that controlled her. So all these right. things are, are being mentioned throughout the season. And I'm like, I need to see. I, I want to see this. But I, yeah. again, I, the the question that I'm asking really is, can you show that without losing the essence of what this anime is a comedy you know and this story of maturing and growing up like do, uh, can they execute this like do we ever get to see any of this without ruining what we already grew to love from this anime
3: right
2: i mean if they I, ever make a season two i think that's i think that's clear that's where they're going i mean you know you have the security chief come in who who needs, uh, you know, the, the extra ball. So she sends uh, a message to the future from to Mao who comes in and totally botches the mission and (laughs) gets
3: gets (laughs) stranded on a
2: desert Island, which is amazing and ends up in China. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, there's that time skip where she's, you know, spent the last, you know, the next three years, Is uh, it
1: five, three or five.
2: uh, It's three. I I think it was three. Yeah. 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 Three years in China. Yeah, that Chinese school, like the martial arts school, yeah. S- superpower
0: uh, martial arts, Superhu- superhuman yeah. martial
2: arts. That's but, what it's called. But none of them can do it. They just <laughs> they've been pretending this whole time, and now that she can do it, and they have no idea why. They just like she's the key to this whole thing. Like she can't leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's but really yeah. funny
0: too? Kind of mentioning that whole thing. Uh, I I feel like I feel like the the creators of this anime are really like taking a jab at, at the Chinese because because there's a there's a, a part in during the center of the of the season where um Hitomi goes I ah, yeah, and that's a Chinese thing and there's actually one of her classmates are like what is she Chinese like dude, that's not, <laughs> what do you what do you ta- ah, yeah that's Chinese what's wrong with you and like and then later on with that whole scene in China like I'm just like man they did the Japanese and Chinese not like get along? Like I don't, I don't know what that's about. But no. I feel like they're kind of like, hey, you know, give a little, little elbow shot to the ribs there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> man, that's no, definitely some sort of inside, yeah, inside yeah. joke
0: thing. I was just inside, like, inside
2: Japanese jokes about the
0: yeah. Chinese. Uh, all right, whatever, man. Hey, that's on you, <laughs> Japan. That's on the, you, Japan.
2: The episode that made me cry. <laughs> was- uh was episode 6 the the where they go to visit Nita's family? Oh yeah. And they, like he finally admits that like Hina is her da- is his daughter and like you know adopts her basically like in ment- mentality there. Oh right. Uh, yeah, he finally it. takes up the the
0: title of fatherhood.
2: Yeah, yeah. I lost it because that's also the episode where Anzu goes to the Chinese restaurant and so like she gets adopted you know and so it's like this great very
1: family episode yeah very
2: big family episode and it was just like this makes me want to have kids but I don't really want (laughs) to have kids
0: (laughs) that was actually one of my favorite episodes because of Nita's story about Hina and the god.
3: That he shrimp. pours on, for, yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> Ch- so she shrimp, remembers chili is chili. the chili shrimp.
3: Oh man! And then later
0: on, it's just it's just like, right? Isn't it true? You can only think of the chili shrimp. And she's like, oh, the the chili what? shrimp, the, <laughs> the, the, chili, the, the chili, chili, shrimp. chili, sh- chili shrimp. And she does and like really the hand motion, like she's cold, and she's like yeah. chili chili, chili, like, what? And Nina's like, oh my god, she doesn't even know what chili shrimp is. Oh, poor <laughs> thing.
1: She tried, she tried. Yeah. She, she did she try. He was really working for him. Yeah, she tried. He went into that, basically telling her don't say anything, just go along with what I say, but because Hina as a character is just very monotone, doesn't have a personality, is just kind of there. She's a freaking idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you
3: know,
1: she... She's just there. And so she doesn't know much about anything. And Nita's just like, let me handle it. I got this. And <laughs> he goes and basically tells a sob story about how her parents were just like killed. And he was <laughs> taking care of her. And she saw everything. Can't talk to her about it. Don't bring yeah. it
2: yeah. up. Yeah. And you the whole know? family's like crying. Like, oh my yeah.
0: God,
3: this
1: girl. And it's just well, a you know flash. It's a, a flash
0: image of the two parents dead on the table and her just eating <laughs> chili shrimp. Yeah. Just casually eating while bullets fly across the table. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> and, but the thing
1: is that got me is that Hina appreciates Nita so much that she genuinely, in the you know, in the first episode, she would have just like been regular Hina and just said whatever the hell she wanted.
3: Yeah, but she in this played episode along. She,
1: Yeah, she played along. She really tried to help Nita yeah. out and he even <laughs> said, he was like, wow, she's She's having a hard time, but I can see that she's trying and he's like, I'm so proud. And yeah. so, you know, then he tells his family the truth, obviously, but
2: Right. Well you know, the the better truth. Oh, the better of the truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a lot. my
1: daughter, you know, but
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> absolutely.
1: And they all are like and my favorite part of that episode was when they went to Bob's like um shrine in the house and he was just like, Say, say something to your grandpa, you know, introduce yourself. And she just looks around and she's like I don't know what to say. And
2: yeah, she's like, starts. I'm I'm I'm, n- I'm 13 years old. <laughs> and
3: she just
1: keeps, <laughs> keeps repeating the same line,
3: and,
2: and then she's like,
1: Are, "Is she broken or something?" No, she's just a trauma.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: just a, a trauma. Oh, chili chili shrimp, uh, chili chili
1: shrimp. Uh, <laughs> I'm really, not
0: gonna really lie. Is. There's a <laughs> uh, <laughs> <ikara>. uh <laughs> There's a uh, one moment for me. Uh, where I I didn't cry. This wasn't you didn't make me cry with this anime choice.
3: Okay, Th- there was fine. a couple
0: of moments where I kind of just like oh, oh heart my heart I have a heart oh, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I was a couple of moments like that. I was like this is awesome because I'm feeling feelings, but it's not awesome. Um, but <laughs> the but the moment where Hina thinks that she has to leave oh. and Nita drives oh. her. You know to go. You know they, to hang out, and then drives her to drop her off. The conversation in the car, and she just before she leaves, she thanks Nita. Like, then she just just runs in away into like a random alley, just a way out of his life. And like, I'm just like, oh man.
3: Yeah, that's... I know.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh, is this really like this is it? <laughs> like we don't see her anymore. Like that's that's such like I was really bummed out. I know. I was really yeah. bummed out. And then we find out that she can't go because she doesn't have her orb. So she has time now. She goes all the way back. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, yes, I can't wait. She's going to go back goodness. to Nita's. This is awesome. Yeah, and, and she even has
2: that. Like, I wonder if he's crying. I feel so I bad. Yeah. I can't wait to cry him. And then, uh, she opens the door. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was, yeah. It was all, all the
0: emotions in that moment. Like I was so like, my throat was tight. I was like, oh man, she's leaving. No, she's coming back. This is great. And she opens the door and meets (laughs) us in the middle of his living room and literally pops a bottle of confetti like, like yeah. a fake champagne bottle of confetti he's wearing a clown mask and a birthday hat and it's just happy new year to my brand new single life i'm yeah, ha, so no, no, no. happy that <laughs> that he's gone and he's yeah. just like ah
3: ah <laughs> it's not what
1: you think
3: and she's yeah. like
0: this isn't cool uh. not cool
1: <laughs> oh yeah i i hated that that was yeah. and i want to i want to point out like it's that kind of humor just that random humor and the deadpan humor is what pulls me in because it's yeah. just like i i went into it not knowing anything about this anime and so the humor is what kept me you know yeah. what i mean and that's the agree emotions that. brought me yeah. yeah yeah like the first few episodes i was like oh my god this show is so funny i love this this is my yeah. humor and then it started to in with the emotions, where it's like episodes five and six, and you know, it started to bring in some more story. So it was kind of a slow roll, but it definitely helped. And things that I wrote down that I noticed um, in each episode, uh, you know, depending on what happened in the episode. Um, you know, the end credits, uh, you know, like the episode with Anzu when she gets adopted, it's all her. And then like all of her old grandpa dads, you know, at the end um, in the, in the credits. And then there are some episodes when Nita loses Hina or Hina is no longer, you know, um, like in Nita's mind, it kind of follows Nita's um, emotion in that sense. Like when, whenever Hina's gone in the end credits, uh, you see Nita walking alone the streets. Yeah. She's not next to him, and she's not at the bar in the end credits where everyone else is. She's missing. And in that entire episode, when Hina thinks she has to go home, her shirt says goodbye in different yeah, languages. Yeah, in
2: different languages. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I didn't realize
1: that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So her wow. shirt
1: the white And she's like, yeah. The white sweatshirt, the red lettering changes you know when she does wear that in other episodes but it changes based on the theme of the episode
2: yeah there's like uh right so that one like there are three different times that she tries to tell him that she's leaving and yeah. can't do it her sweatshirt says sayonara it says bye bye it says like a couple other things i was just <laughs> yeah. like oh my god
1: and the same thing in episode 12 um sweatshirt says the end
3: right it. yep yeah oh um, wow and
1: yeah, so it's just so like it's all in different languages, but it's so interesting. And like, it it's like little things like that that make me appreciate it more because there are little things sprinkled throughout each episode of, of like detail based on what the episode's content was that right. kind of was like, wow, this is so smart. I love this.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to definitely agree that uh yeah, this anime was clever, smart, definitely funny and and yeah, the 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 comedy in this is really what kept me watching because it was, like, you would have this, like, super serious moment and then something comical would just happen in that situation. But it's, like, it's not out of context because it'd be, like, almost like having that random thought, like, it'd be really funny if this happens because they said that and then it happens. And it's, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it follows. Like, it really was a, uh, a great show in the fact that it it's really tuned in to how you would feel naturally, and they kind of just flowed with that. And like I said, mm-hmm. the comedy is really what held me. Funniest moment, though, for me in this entire season uh, was when uh, Nita gets uh, knocked out because he thinks... Because the current lieutenant to the Yakuza, part of the Yakuza that he's a part of, uh, thinks that he went (laughs) ahead and used uh, Hina to convince the leader for him to be the successor to that portion of the clan. And he thinks that he's backstabbing him. And so he knocks him out and puts him into a a metal vat filled with (laughs) cement up to his neck, like super (laughs) gangster style, like you're gonna sleep with the fishes now. it's all because they think that he he was gonna like be the new successor and went behind their back and then the old man shows up and is like no that's not what's happening he told me not to make him the successor to let you be the successor he's not lying what are you doing and they're all just like oh okay
3: Uh
0: our bad sorry you know what you know what Let's make you the new lieutenant since we did this. And all of a sudden he's now like a higher rank in the Yakuza because they messed up completely. And he's just like the whole time they're like, The lieutenant.
3: Lieutenant. He's just
0: sitting there like, I just really want to get out of here, dude. Like, come on. What is going on right now? It was the funniest moment for me in that whole show. It was so good.
1: Oh yeah, and if you guys have listened along this far and you haven't watched it, honestly, please like do yourself a favor. It's really just a feel good. It's not really, a,
3: yeah.
1: you know, that you have to think about. There's no deep plot line, really. It's just something that's nice to watch when you're, you know, when you need something as like a pick me up. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Good watch. Much.
1: Easy yeah, to watch.
0: It was funny. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, and it's only one. It's only the one season right now, so it's a good time. Yeah, to Yeah, uh, it's only to twelve up, episodes yeah. in the one season. Yeah.
1: And each episode's like 20 between 23 and 26 minutes, I think.
0: Yeah, if yeah, you skip about, the uh, front if you skip the credits, I think it's like 20, yeah, about 22 to 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But
1: Yeah, it's it's not hard, it's not bad at all. But um I think uh, I think good time for a break.
0: Hmm. Good call. Cool. Yeah. All right. We'll all be right? uh we'll be right back after Katie's shameless plugs. Ha
1: <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> everybody it's katie aka gonna shock them and it is time for one of those annoying mid-podcast breaks so if you don't like those fast forward (laughs) but to all of you who are still listening thank you so much for being absolutely amazing and supporting us every week. you guys make everything that much more worthwhile and you make everything just so much more fun. between the interactions that we have with you guys on facebook and twitter and just the feedback that we get from you guys is absolutely amazing. so if you're not part of the group yet guys go to facebook.com slash groups slash party up podcast to you know stay up to date with everything that we're doing we post nerdy content there we post news we post memes we post videos it's really just a cool little community for everybody to just chill and hang out on the off time when we're not recording and you guys aren't listening and you guys you know, we don't get paid to do this. We do have other jobs, full-time jobs, um, and we want to do more for you guys. We want to end up doing video content for you guys um, on YouTube. We want to, you know, get better sound. We just, just do more and give you guys a better quality experience. Um, so that's why, you know, we have a Patreon, and you could donate as little as one dollar a month. That's literally it to get, you know, perks. Uh, any little bit helps. I really truly say that you know anything, anything that you can give really does make a difference, and it comes back to you guys in the end. Um, so if you're interested in supporting us, if you really like what we're doing, head to Patreon.com/PartyUpPodcast, um, and we'll truly be so grateful. Just check out some of those perks; they're they're pretty they're pretty awesome. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash gonna shock them. Um, it's a, it's a liquid 82 reference. I, I don't expect everybody to get it, but if you do, I see um, you can also follow me on Instagram, uh, instagram.com slash catzora. That's K A T Z O R A H. And if you want to support me too on anything else that I do between my cosplay and my art, you guys can head on over to ko fi.com slash catzora. That's kof dot com slash catzora. I do a lot of. Um, nerdy stuff. I cosplay. I model. I do art. Uh, if you guys want to support me there at all, you know that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty cool too. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm gonna shut the hell up. And uh, I'm gonna get on right back with the show. So thank you guys. See you later. All right, guys, and we're back. Thank you so much for my sweet sensual voice. Um, <laughs> plugging everything. <laughs> <laughs> um I told the guys and I didn't tell them beforehand I didn't give them a chance to think about it so I uh, just I know um because I was sitting there trying to analyze uh the show and be as you know clever as I could with my question but again as you know Derek was saying you know the show really didn't give me anything in the essence of like substance that i could pull from other than you know kind of just your own generic questions and things like that so i just figured it's fine just let them know right now right now in this Um, (laughs) so i apologize in advance uh it's so essentially my brain went towards the idea and the theme of growth and um you know because we all grow up in different areas and different places we all have our own stories um but essentially these two girls Um, And I mean, I guess we could say Hitomi, too, because girls helped rewrite her life. Uh, But, (laughs)
3: uh,
1: you know, these girls got a second chance at life. Um, And you know, they have powers, but it's not necessarily pertinent to the story that they use them. Um, It's just kind of a characteristic and a trait. So my question to you guys is if you were able to start over in a new place and essentially make it, you know, you could either go as an adult child and whatnot in the same age as them if you had the op- the opportunity to um essentially get a second chance at your life uh what would you like that to be and why this is more oh, of a thought provoking question wow, rather than a mini game getting
0: yeah, real deep yeah dudes i wasn't yeah, ready dudes. i wasn't ready for how deep that was gonna be
1: <laughs> i oh, mean deep. if we knew anything the potential crisis with my near Automata and Mass Effect. That's just, my brain is a never-ending black hole of just thoughts.
3: So, (laughs) thank you
1: for allowing me to, you know, word vomit all over (laughs) this podcast.
2: Yeah, no. (laughs) Well, that's why we want you on the show.
1: (laughs) Some people have to
0: pay extra for that kind of action. (laughs) Um, Hey, guys,
1: head to our Patreon. (laughs) 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 Oh,
3: my God. Anyway, i we'll send you a I mean, baggie honestly, of Katie's
0: actual vomit. Um, <laughs>
3: uh, no, uh, don't say that
2: because someone will ask for it. Uh,
1: I mean, I can give you a sock. I don't know. Someone someone asked me on Tumblr about my favorite colors, and I, and someone else asked me about my favorite sock colors. and I was like, why, 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 why? <laughs> like,
2: They're in uh, feet.
3: Uh,
1: i just so confused. But anyway.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, back to deep. <laughs>
2: Um yeah. yeah, uh John, you can you can you can answer first. Go for it. Um all right, I guess if I had to do it over, I wish I was um one of Katie's socks. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: well, I'm gonna let you know my
2: feet
1: thank I my mom used to, to put my <laughs> shoes outside and when I was doing for <laughs> <contribute laughs> because it would stink the whole house up. It's not like that that much anymore. There were stories. Uh, you could ask my mom.
2: Uh that's that's I, thank you for that. <laughs>
1: Um, You'd have an interesting life.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I uh let's see. I guess I, I guess if I have to answer this seriously. Um I uh if I could if I could go back and start I guess a different kind of life. I probably would have done what I'm doing now but way earlier. Like there was something like in college like I I feel like I did that thing where like I listened to everybody else but myself. You know what I mean mm, like Yep. And I wasted all that money. Uh, to do to do something i didn't want to do and um i feel that so i would i think i would either you know probably go back and and do the artwork and and uh you know radio stuff and voiceover stuff that i always wanted to do um and 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 tried to make that life happen more so than you know than than starting way later in life you know like i i started Mm -hmm. Uh, I, you know, with uh, Gaming Access Weekly and writing and, and video games and stuff. I only started that four years ago. I mean, I'm 36. So, like, that started way late. No. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, like,
3: <laughs> but no, no, it's true. And
2: like, and, and, like, yeah. And, like, in this in, in this industry, it is, you know, I find that I am older. You know what I mean? Like, I am part of the older crew that have Mm -hmm. already sort of made it and I'm like trying to play catch up, you know, it's like, and it's okay. I don't mind. I enjoy what I'm doing. I enjoy gaming access weekly. I enjoy doing this podcast. There's no way I would change any of that, but I wish I was younger. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like if that's, if that's where I, you know, if I was going to say anything, like that's where I would change it or total opposite and move to Maine and become a fisherman.
1: Amen. Yeah, I can picture you. You're the, you would be the fix. Box with the, the uh, yellow fishermen. raincoat.
3: Yeah, the hell yeah. yeah, that'd be uh,
1: the the beardy fisherman. The right. you know, Denario audio <laughs> fisherman.
0: <laughs> Some beardy to fish. Um- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those fish sticks are pretty baller Yeah, yeah. good <laughs> yeah, yeah. fish
0: sticks. Um, yeah. Okay, hold on. Here's a quick question because this actually might change John's answer. Mm-hmm. With a with a second chance, do we start over with the knowledge that we have currently, or do we just completely? saying like, if the, uh, if there was a, this is the crossroads that I had to go, I would go path B instead of A like
1: I did. So essentially because Hina and Anzu have information that we don't know their past lives and things like that and what they've done and what they've learned, um, I think it's fair to say that you could have information because they have a completely separate information about their lives that no one else has. So right. in a sense, they're kind of carrying that weight with them. Okay. And that knowledge with them.
0: Okay. So then does that change your answer at all, John?
2: No. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I would um, I would still do what I'm what I'm doing, uh, but I wish I had done it younger. Right.
1: Understandable, yeah, I get that.
0: Right. Um man, I don't know. This is
1: <sighs> It's a tough question. Yeah, it's it a is. loaded question. Yeah,
0: it definitely is. I mean, you're throwing me into the the deep end of the pool here. Um <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, I mean, I definitely feel John's situation. I definitely agree that if I would have not listened to a lot of the you know people in my ear when I was seventeen, uh that I definitely would have I guess kind of cut to the chase more or less and like mm-hmm. do do more of the things that i wanted to do instead of what i was either expected to do or was told to do um i don't know man that's really that's really hard i'm going to go ahead and say that if if i if i have the knowledge that i have today i would have 100% uh put myself behind the microphone uh mm-hmm. m- at a much younger age um and I probably, uh, you know what? I would it, it, I would probably have focused more on my love for music, more mm-hmm. so than anything, and uh, and probably have been pursuant to that, and uh, and definitely stuck with. Uh, you know, you know what? One of the big big things that I always say that I wish I could go back and change is the fact that I I always got rid of all my old stuff. Like I always mm. I was, you know what I'm saying, like if I had the knowledge I had today, I would be the kid that wouldn't open that that one Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing <laughs> or, or or not or not sold off his Super Nintendo, you know what I'm saying? Like if I knew I that, that the market would be the way it is today, especially when it comes to video games, I would probably yeah. be one of those guys that held on to a lot of stuff. And been able to go and you know travel around and be or have a shop and be like, hey, you know, this is this is all the cool shit that I've collected in my day and age, you know, yeah. and like this is this is what I love to do. This is the stuff that I love growing up with, you know, and be more, I guess, more pursuant of that kind of stuff. But because yeah. I was always the type of person to kind of cycle through all, everything and get rid of stuff, like mm-hmm. yeah. it could have been way different. I could have, I could have been uh more in tune with my passions and I definitely would have been able to uh keep a lot of the stuff I regret
2: getting rid of. I mean, Katie and I have met people uh that have done that and made a living out of it.
1: Carbo and Anthony.
2: Yeah, Carbo and Anthony.
1: Well, essentially, they are these guys. They were like the original comic book men. They uh, yeah. they started wow. this years and years and years and years ago, and um, they're both very successful. They travel around the country, you know, collecting old comics and, you know visiting um, comic book stores all the time. They actually went to my friend who works in a comic book store in Brooklyn and um, Queens. They went to his, and he was like, "Yo, I think." you know, uh, your buddies are here. And I was like, oh my God, it's Carbo and Anthony.
3: Yeah. And they're really (laughs) cool.
1: Like, you guys should totally look them up and check them out. They're at all the cars.
2: Yeah, Carbo is one of those guys, Michael Carbo. uh, If you get a chance, look him up. He is... Such an an
1: interesting dude.
2: Very eccentric. Um, Oh my God, yeah. He is... um, He runs Big Apple Comic Con.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, Wow. He is... He's a a really good dude, really funny, like crazy, out of control guy, and he's sweet and like oh, absolutely. He um and he made a ton of money just from collecting and selling and collecting and selling and collecting mm-hmm. and selling. So I totally get what you want to do there because oh, I've yeah. seen yeah. it. I've seen it in person. Uh-huh. Yep, it's so yep. cool. Like yeah. if, I,
0: if I would if I, if I would be able to get yeah, have like a second chance opportunity to do something slightly different it would be that it would be more pursue be more pursuant of my passions and not listen to the people there's like there's no future in that because yeah there's no there's no future thing. in that i heard that a lot in my life and uh yep. that's why you know that's why yep. i started a lot <laughs> of things late you know or, or or never fully committed to doing certain things because i always heard there's no future in that and hey listen we it's a it's a point that i brought up on uh the last episode where mm-hmm. you know, growing up we heard there's no future in video games now look right. now look at it now look at the world right. we live in you know oh, like, yeah $1 a hundred percent so, yeah, so yeah, that's definitely got to be my uh, I, I my. Think, uh, i
2: think deep down we all sort of knew like uh, gamers back then like we all sort of knew like this is going to get big one day like this is going to be a huge thing they're going to be billions of dollars in the video games. there's, game there's right.
1: no way that these things can affect our lives so deeply and to give us um you know the emotions and the feelings and the thoughts time that we put into these things and right. there not be some sort of outcome in the end
3: right yeah. exactly yeah.
2: and we all secretly knew it and it happened so yeah. shame on everybody for telling us that we were going to amount to nothing
0: yeah well hey listen at the same respect uh, like I said I always got to play devil's advocate shame on, shame on a lot of us for being too fearful to, to continue you know yeah, that's, no, true, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's two sides to that coin but definitely hearing oh, yeah. the words there's no future in this How dare they tell us we weren't
2: gonna have a future.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. Now look at us. I'm gonna turn
2: it back on them. Yeah, I'm gonna turn it back on them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tweet us
2: and follow us on Instagram and tell us about your terrible childhoods. Oh my god. That was that was a good question, Katie, because that was that was super deep. That was good.
1: Of course, Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, What's, what is your your second chance, Katie? Yeah, John's rushing yeah, off without sure. wanting to hear no, you no, no, again. No, saying, like, that <laughs> was again. Like, a really good question. Like I wanted oh, I to know what her
0: answer now was. It's our, now Listen, in the words of Katie, now it's our turn to shut the <laughs> f- up and let her <laughs> and let her speak.
1: You know, this is this is why I appreciate these guys because they really do understand. You know, the <laughs> idea that I I mean I do appreciate them setting things up for me. Um, you know, I do have a mouth. I can speak. No, um, but so <laughs> I really do appreciate it. Like, it's really nice to be around. It's very refreshing to be around, you know, grown ass men who actually give a <laughs> about what I want to say. <laughs> um, so thank you. Uh, these guys are great
3: guys. Of course. Of course. Um, Yay. As-
1: <laughs> Essentially, uh, my idea, I mean, I'm only 23. I still have a whole life ahead of me as you guys. Jesus, really? Not that much. Oh, Sean,
0: what? what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? It's, Choose, we're so old.
2: You're she really not. She's the sweetest, smartest 23-year-old I ever met in my entire life. Exactly. What so is cute. she doing hanging out with us two bums? I have no idea. We're losers i have oh no my idea God.
1: you're the coolest losers i know
0: <laughs> hashtag blessed <laughs> right
1: um i I, yeah, I just i just graduated college you know uh so it's I just almost
0: choked on my water how dare you
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs>
0: i'm
1: so sorry um but no i i i think i mean i i've lived a hard life um i wouldn't take anything back and i wouldn't you know um I don't you regret say anything that, that, now, that happened. Wait another
0: ten years. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, but that's what I said ten years ago. You know, like in ten years from now, everything's gonna change, and I'm gonna, you know, push every one of these people out of my life and this and that. But like at the it end of the rule day, the world, right, right, I'm gonna make a difference. Um, but I mean, and I here you
0: are that. with us, God.
3: No,
1: I still feel that way. I'm like, I, as much as I would like to to wish that things happened differently in my life, I'm happy that they did. Um, But if I did get a second chance, I think I'd want to grow up in a different country. Um, I am very like interested in different cultures and the ways in which people you know live their lives based on different cultures and you know um go about their days and learn about their cultures learn the languages learn the customs things like that just appreciating everything um and i would love to grow up in a different country where i could see that um and maybe learn new things you know in in retrospect going into it if i if i learned if i knew what i know now i would absolutely know push forward and uh kind of give more time to my passions because i i was uh an instrumentalist for oh god uh i was an instrumentalist for nine and a half years yeah. um wow. i played yeah i played flute piccolo saxophone piano and i did um uh, mallets and percussion and stuff and you play the uh,
2: saxophone
1: yeah bro jazz awesome. band
3: wow um,
1: so i and i miss music i miss it so much i used to play it every day i used to have mm-hmm. an instrument in my hand every day um yep. and i used to draw all the time i used to you know and i'm I'm just getting back in touch with like my art and stuff like that i'm gonna open Same. up a shop soon so oh really yeah for my paintings so that's gonna be fun Nice. uh thanks so i mean if i had a chance to do it again or to, to have a second chance, I'd want to live in another country. Or if I could start my life, um, you know, at an age where I am now or at maybe uh, an age, maybe a few years younger, I'd want to pursue, you know, going abroad and living in d- a different country. I mean, I still would like to do that. Um, but I also would like to to have the same idea of not listening to other people and doing, I've always done my entire life, what I think people want me to do and what I think people expect of me and i'm always trying to place people and that's something as of this past year that i've learned about myself i'm a really big people builder and i let my anxiety of what other people think of me and what other people want me to do or what i think other people want me to do control my life and uh i certainly would go into my second chance not doing so much of that (laughs) um all the while traveling and, you know, seeing as many different and experiencing as many different things as I possibly can. So I think that's what I'd do.
2: That's oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. So, what yeah. I've
0: gathered so far from our three responses is that we can all agree that we would travel back in time, all be slightly younger, and be a three piece instrumental nerd band based out of Japan.
3: <laughs> yes! <laughs> Let's go!
0: That's oh, that's yeah. pretty much where we're at right now. So yeah. uh that's it for and the Party Up the podcast, shit ladies and gentlemen. We're moving to Japan. <laughs> we're going overseas. Let's do it. <laughs> Forget Hell this. Yeah. Let's <laughs> blow this popsicle stand and go make a music career in another country.
3: <laughs> oh Bro, God. I'm
2: not even lying though. Yo, you ever go on a Groupon and look at like overseas trips? They're Hell so yeah. expensive.
1: Hell yeah, I do. Dude, I wanna go live in an Asian country for a year. Like, that's all yeah. I want. Yeah. I'm like, I want I'm I'm learning I'm learning my languages, so. True. <gasps>
0: yeah, Man, that was really deep. <laughs> <I can't>. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Come to wow. me
1: for any of your philosophical <laughs> or existential conversations. Get, tell me what you think about it, Dyke, on the next episode of Party Up Podcast.
2: I'm Days gonna- are the god of dick and fart jokes. Now we're deep.
1: <laughs> now yeah. deep. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I hope you guys really enjoy. Yeah, no anime is perfect, and uh, no show is one hundred all the time. But That's it was certainly something that made me smile, so I wanted to share it with y'all.
2: It was that definitely. Was I definitely really much and very much enjoyed that anime. Yeah, so. I definitely yeah. enjoyed it. Even
0: even with my uh, with my one or two like little complaints, overall the anime was great. Um both that and this discussion is going to have me staring deeply into the bathroom mirror for at least <laughs> for at least 40 minutes just que- just questioning everything about myself like as i as i as i put on lipstick and style my hair um
3: me <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> that goes into the patreon <laughs> oh my god
0: oh um, jesus
2: so i'm i really i'm really excited for for next month because as many people know uh march is women's month Frick yes. yeah. and um i i always try and celebrate march uh i did it with um classically trained if you guys met like john
1: it. last year around this time
2: that's right it is our yeah. first year anniversary coming up
1: it is cause i was on his show <laughs> for Aww.
2: women's month. that's right yep nice. um and uh we uh so we first met last year doing a women's month thing and um i wanted to bring that to party up and so all of next month we will be um interviewing uh females in the industries uh, we will be doing uh very much uh female protagonists and all of the things we're doing so if we're doing mm-hmm. video games we're doing anime we're doing movies and pop culture where we're, we're going to try and, and center around women um because all the women in our lives are important and they need to uh understand that the that the industry is very much for them as it is for us as well yes 100 oh, yeah. percent.
1: it's yeah. uh it's girls month guys
0: yes hell yeah very excited it's definitely going to be awesome to super uh, to do everything next month, yeah, we have a bunch of of, of cool stuff lined up. So uh, the only thing we could really say at this point is to stay in the loop with everything that's going to be coming up in the next month, um, stay in the loop by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Uh, We, of course, will be putting up stuff on our brand new Twitter, uh, so this way you can uh, stay in touch with us there and be part of conversations. At, uh, at Party Up Tweets is the new official handle for us. Um, and uh, there are going to be... Uh, bits and pieces uh, throughout our uh, show making that will not actually be aired uh, in in the program that you're currently listening to. Uh, There's going to be a a couple of things that you might hear us say during the episodes that are going to be inside jokes. And the only way that you're going (laughs) to really be able to understand those things uh, is if you head over to our Patreon page uh, and become a direct supporter of the show. Uh, any way, shape, or form that you guys help us out, whether it's listens, sharing our social media pages, or being part of them, uh, or being part of our Patreon is greatly appreciated. Uh, Patreon's awesome because for as little as a dollar a month, you guys can go ahead and donate, uh, and help us out. Um, reward tiers are set up, so you, again, you can hear all the uncut, unedited banter. Between everybody here at the show, Uh, and at the end of every month, there will be a uh, a secret show that gets posted uh, onto the uh, Patreon page. um, Which, uh, yeah, we're gonna work on that. Uh, (laughs) Illuminati confirmed. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm gonna uh, put that
1: vine in the group, by the way. So please
0: also
1: (laughs) go go be a part of our group on
0: Facebook. Yeah, it. our group on Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash party up podcast. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of stuff coming up that we're very excited for. I believe for next week. Uh, we have an interview set up. we're gonna be discussing video games. John yet again will be taking the reins on that one uh and we're all just stoked we're We're definitely happy to have you guys tune in each and every week. so we appreciate you guys doing that um and a, a, again, we've said it multiple times throughout the episode. If you guys have not watched this anime, go for it. watch it. It was a great, great watch. It's easy to watch. It's super funny, clever. Uh, heartfelt uh it it was great all around we all thoroughly enjoyed it so katie thank you so much uh for uh recommending that anime and for taking the reins on this week's discussion um great talk about the show we got really deep uh and uh traveled through our past regrets and now i'm gonna go cry (laughs) um (laughs)
1: Y'all are beautiful. Don't forget. We love you Hell Yeah.
0: Um yeah. but I think that's uh unless you guys have anything else to add on, I think that's gonna be it for us this week.
1: I think I'm good. I think I'm good.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Awesome.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that marks the end of another wonderful uh show. Uh again, thank you guys for tuning in. I've been your host, Derek Bigmash, uh for John, Katie, everybody involved here at the Party Up Podcast. Uh we'll see you guys. Next week on a brand new episode. Take care, everybody.
2: Bye, guys. Later.